Hey everyone, welcome back to One Thing in Common podcast. On today's episode, it's going to be on today's episode. I was literally about to introduce somebody. Um, hi, I'm your host Megan. <laughs> hi, it's me. I'm going to be the one talking. All right, let's do that again. Hey everyone, welcome back to One Thing Common Podcast. Today is going to be a solo episode and I'm going to be talking about the ins and outs of 2024. Before years prior, we would go into the new year and say, these are New Year's resolutions or these are New Year, New Me and all the things. And I feel like sometimes that can backfire and have a negative connotation. So I really like how this year we're kind of going into it in a different way. And I'm here for it. So I'm going to share my outs that I had in 2023 that I don't want to bring into 2024. And then I want to talk about the ins that I do want to bring into this new year. So let's go. The first out is worrying. I probably worried way too much in 2023 about things that were just simply out of my control. And that brought a lot of anxiety and when I think back to all the times that I worried I'm like dang that literally did nothing but steal my joy rob my peace and did not change the outcome to anything it just literally wasted your time and we're human and we're gonna worry and I know as though this is something I do want to take out I'm sure something's going to happen this year and I'm probably going to worry, but at least I want to catch myself and not spiral into worrying, spiral to anxiety and all those things because because I just realized, yeah, 2023, there was just certain seasons that, man, the boat was rocking and I am like, Lord, I need you. And there is a verse in Matthew that I love that really helps me when I do catch myself worrying and it's Matthew 6, 34. And it says, Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And the interesting thing about that is it says each day has enough trouble of its own. So don't worry about tomorrow, which is interesting because I would think back to all the things that I worried about. And it was usually things about the future. It was things that haven't happened yet. It was things about the worst case and scenario. And it just was not a good mindset. And so I repeat that verse to myself when I catch myself in those spirals. And it truly has helped me a lot. But yeah, I think back to 2023. And I think back to certain seasons that I worried a lot that just were not necessary uh, for my health, mentally and physically. And so that is something that we are outing, worrying, bye bye Number two, comparing. I do not want to compare myself to anybody besides who Megan was yesterday and who Megan was a week ago and a year ago. And I feel like in a social, social media saturated world, it is now beyond easy. You don't even have to leave your house to compare yourself to somebody you don't even know that lives across the world. Like, can you just grasp that for a second? You can compare yourself to somebody who doesn't even know you exist and compare your life to theirs, which is absolutely crazy. Now, 
everyone compares themselves for different things and stuff. But I think we all know by now that comparing does nothing to um, help you, um, especially when you're comparing yourself in a negative way. And, oh, well, she has this and I don't. And, well, she has that and I lack this. And it's just really, it is honestly, I it is a trick of the enemy to take away your joy and who God created you to be and how you are so uniquely and wonderfully made. And so this year, as I step into podcasting again and making changes with my business and all those different things, I don't want to compare myself to this girl or that girl, even if I'm inspired or encouraged by them, that is, there's nothing wrong with being inspired inspired or encouraged by somebody, but I don't want it to get to the point where I'm like, oh, but I just want to be like her or what she has. I just want it to look the same. Like, no, I'm an original. You're an original. I'm unique. You are unique. We are all unique in our own way. And I think that's something I'm learning this year is like what makes you you is that there is no other you than you. I know that was a lot of yous, but I think you get my point. And I want to embrace that. I want to not get stuck in the comparison trap and just realize, man, there's no other making Costa Hank, soon Holguin, in the world. And that is a beautiful thing. And I need to embrace that. So comparing, adios, we're not, we're not doing you in 2024. Overthinking. Yeah, this is a big one. I, I've definitely improved over the last few years in overthinking. But honestly, if I would get an award for like a negative trait, it would probably be overthinking um, because it is just crazy how the mind can go into a spiral of things, especially when it's negative. And then like we try to convince ourselves because we like need to know truth and find truth and all the different things. And it just doesn't end well, people. It just doesn't. I think if you like, you know, sit back and think of certain situations that you've overthought in your life, it just probably did not end well. There is a huge difference between overthinking and thinking things through. I am going into 2024 thinking things through and not overthinking. Um, I just think it is a time where your mind can get really fogged up and you start to kind of go down a rabbit hole that you honestly do not need to be in. Another out that I'm taking out is procrastinating. Now, this is honestly another one that I could have gotten a trophy for. I have to say, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I used to almost like, like, what's the word? I almost used to be proud of my procrastination. Like, oh yeah, I'm the procrastinating queen. Like I'm not, I remember vividly. Oh my goodness. I wonder if I go through my camera, if I'll find the picture. I sent in this assignment, which I'm probably not the only one, but I was at UCF and it was like due. And I mean, I had time, y'all. I had weeks to do this. And it was a huge, huge, huge assignment. And I had just submitted it and it was like 11.58. And then like my little, you know, like on Apple where like the little like rainbow scrolling thing is just like going as it's loading something and my anxiety is flaring up. And then it's like 11.59. I was like, oh my gosh, if this does not get in by 12, I'm going to get a late grade and that's not going to be good. And um. Yeah, not not a proud moment. I mean, I did end up it loaded like literally seconds before 12 a.m. Not my proudest moment, but 
that's just one in many cases scenarios that I have procrastinated in. And that's something that I realize that that's not something to be proud of. Like it's honestly not when I think about it and I get real. And I think sometimes we could procrastinate out of fear. We can procrastinate um, for so many different reasons when you actually think about it, why people procrastinate. Maybe you don't want to deal with something, whatever it is. And I just realized as I like sat back before this new year and thought about a lot of the goals that I had for 2023 and I just was honest with myself and I was like, dang, if I just didn't procrastinate as much as I did in 2023, I feel like I could have probably reached some of my goals that I wanted to. But I'm a huge person of avoiding words like could have, should have, and would have. And I know I just use it. So that's why I'm saying it as an example. Hindsight, I'm like, oh yeah, I could have hit my goal, but I didn't. Why? Because maybe certain habits that I wasn't implementing um, and certain ones that I was that were actually working against me, like procrastinating, overthinking, comparing, et cetera. So now going into this new year, I was like, I am not going to, which is another point that I'll just say right now. I'm outing making excuses for myself, aka self-sabotage. And I feel like I procrastinate a lot with different things, projects and all that stuff, because I just made a lot of excuses of like, oh, but if I commit to this, well, then like, would I really be able to do it um, time wise and da da da. And like, I, I just would literally make a whole story and then convince myself as to why I wouldn't do the thing. And I'm just like, really, Megan? So that's one thing also is making excuses. I was really good at that. Making excuses for myself, not necessarily to people but to me which I believe is self-sabotage like you know I'm not doing something because oh I have this but deep down I really know I can do it and so that's also another thing well I'm being really vulnerable here but you know what this might free some people so this is for the people okay and um I'm honestly on a rabbit hole but let's let's get back to the train Megan okay making excuses yes I'm done with making excuses. And that is why when I had dinner with my friend L the other night and we we're talking about dreams and goals and I was like, L, I want to do two episodes. I want to do like a mini episode on Monday to like motivate and encourage people. And then Wednesdays will be the longer. She's like, okay, like when do you want to start? I was like, literally this Monday. She was like, okay. And I didn't even think about the logistic of, okay, like what day do I actually have time to sit down and record? Like what, like I didn't even sit down and think about that because my overthinking self would convince myself as to why I couldn't do it. And so I actually recorded the episode that went out on Monday, Sunday night, and my lovely fiance, Chris, helped me <laughs> edit it over FaceTime because like I said, I need to get better at learning how to edit and tech and all that different stuff. Oh, wait, no, I haven't said that yet. That is something I'm going to be putting into my in uh, for 2024. So that's a little teaser right there. So those are outs. I want to repeat them all. Worrying, comparing, overthinking, procrastinating, people-pleasing. Oh, I didn't say this one. Mindlessly scrolling. Ne entertaining negative thoughts and making excuses. So those are all the ones that I am taking out of this year. And I think mindlessly scrolling, I think it's kind of obvious like what that means. You're just on Instagram, you're on TikTok, and you look at your phone, you're like, oh, shoot, it's been like 30 minutes, one hour, two hours. And you're like, what the heck did I just do with my time? 
And that's just not a good feeling. And I don't like to just get into that zone where I'm literally zoning out doing nothing. I want to be intentional with my time. Hello, 2024. That's my word. So those are things. And then, yeah, entertaining negative thoughts. So that's a bunch. It's a lot of not fun stuff. It's a lot of like icky, icky stuff, but it's real. It's stuff we struggle with. And those are things that I'm going to be intentional on not wanting to bring into. And I'm human. If I fall into it, I know I can get myself back up and quickly not entertain those things. Now we're going to jump in to the good stuff. We're going to jump into the meat. We're going to jump into what we're bringing into 2024. Well, at least what I'm bringing in. Yours can be different. But these are personal things that I want to bring into this new year. And the first thing is embracing. Embracing the season that I'm in. Embracing the people I am with. Embracing the newness that's going to come in this next season that I'm about to enter. And just like sitting back and realize like when I go visit my grandparents on Sunday after church with my dad and like realizing like I only have so much time with them left and actually like none of us are guaranteed the next hour of our life none of us are guaranteed tomorrow so just painting a picture of when you can be present and embrace where you are who you're with it just brings so much gratitude because you are so present and that is literally all we have guaranteed at this moment in our lives is this present moment right here, right now. And so the next time you're at the dinner table and before you grab your phone to check Instagram while your family member is talking, embrace the moment that you actually have in front of them. The next time you're out on a nature walk before just like jamming music in your ears or you know, whatever, like actually just put your phone down, turn off the music and like embrace the birds chirping around you. Embrace the sun setting and hitting your skin. Embrace the moments that we may never get again in our lives. That is something that I want to bring into my 2024 is I want to embrace more. My second one is habit stacking. I am no pro when it comes to this topic, but I'll explain it a little bit for those who don't know what habit stacking is. So pretty much it is you have a desire to add a habit into your life and you're adding it to a habit that you already just do on autopilot. Like for instance, like brushing your teeth in the morning, you're not waking up and thinking, okay, I just woke up. Now what do I do next? Oh yeah, I have to brush my teeth. Like no, you get up, you go straight to the bathroom, you brush your teeth, you make your coffee. Like Those things, you get in your car, you drive to work, you're not thinking, okay, wait, where do I work again? Like, no, you just do it. And so you're now wanting to add a new habit um, in front of a habit that you just kind of already do on autopilot. So for instance, one that I want to add that I've been adding a bit in my 2023 towards the end is like having intentional habits in my nighttime routine. So one thing that's helped me is like when I lay down in my bed before I go to sleep, I put my feet up against the wall. I know it sounds weird, but like, bear with me here. You put your feet against the wall because if you think about it, we are on our feet all day. Whether you're sitting down, your feet are just lying flat. Whether you are standing up, whether you're walking, like we're pretty much on our feet all day. And so when we get to bed and we're just like laying flat, our feet still 
like there is a lot of blood circulation that hasn't leveled out and all that different stuff. And when I have put my feet up on the wall for about five to 10 minutes, let the blood flow back, have a better circulation going on. I feel so much better. I feel so much lighter. My feet feel so much better. And again, that's something that I know like, okay, after I take a nice shower and I do my night skin routine, that is something, bam, I'm adding to my nighttime routine. That's something that eventually could become something that I don't even have to think about doing, but that's something that I'm adding to a habit that I already do. Um, but this is a new intentional one I want to do. So that's like a little example. And there's obviously so many more that you can do. And so if that's something you're interested in, I have a great book that I read called Atomic Habits by James Clear. He explains this perfectly and honestly explains just habits in general. I mean, hello, the title Atomic Habits, obviously. Um, but he really goes into the meat and the depth of what it is. And it has totally transformed the way I view habits, how I approach them so that I actually have a successful chance of having a long-term habit versus a short-term goal that I can't stick to. So that is a book that I actually do want to reread and I'm literally staring at it as I'm talking to this microphone right now. Uh, my next end that I want to bring into the new year is I want to learn new skills. So I kind of said that before in the last list of I want to learn how to do things that I'm probably not the best at. I'm not a techie person. Um, yes, I like to be on social media and I like to record on podcasts and stuff, but like I've had friends and people that have helped me like edit when it comes to the podcast and shout out to my friend Olipo who has helped me tremendously when I first got this podcast started. I had no idea what I was doing. I mean, I did Google how to start a podcast and took two weeks on like how to learn the basics of it all. But like the tech editing of all that different stuff, I was like, what? So that is something now that I actually really want to learn is like how to do these new things that I'm can admit I'm not great at. And I think there's some humility that you have to have there. Uh, for instance, Chris was up with me. Was it Sunday night? Yeah. Super late on FaceTime. Well, I'm FaceTiming him, him on Premiere Pro on how to edit certain things for the pod because I haven't done this in a while. And um, yeah, I love him so much. But I was like, man, I know I could do this. I know I can learn. And if I keep repeating to myself, well, I can't do this. This is too hard. I'm just not a techie person. If I keep repeating that, I keep believing that, then that's going to become the truth. But the truth is, no, I can learn a new skill. I want to learn a new skill. Sure, it's going to take some time. Sure, I might get frustrated. But at the end of the day, it's going to help me grow as a person. And it's going to help me grow, again, in the skills that I want to learn in. And I'm going to be proud of myself after that. And that is something. And I don't have to be all also so reliable on others. But then I can also do things um, that I would ask for help with. I'm like, oh, I could do that. And then further along in the future, help others that need along help with that as well. So that is something that I want to learn. And I am starting baby steps doing right now. My next in is read more books. I want to read more books because I feel like there are seasons in my life where I'm just on a roll with reading and there's other seasons where I'll read a few pages and then I won't pick up the book until like weeks later and then I'll read it again and I'm just like, no, I want to be consistent on reading a whole book, finishing that and then moving on to the next, not reading one half and then another half. And also like I also want to read about topics that I don't necessarily know about, which can kind of go into the learn new skills. So I want to read books on 
faith and theology, but I also want to read books on psychology and mindset. And I want to read books on the body and biohacking and all these things that you could do for your health and all this different stuff. Like we have so much information at our fingertips and there's so many resources free available or just books that you can buy on Amazon that aren't that much. And that is something that I want to invest my time in. And again, like instead of mindlessly scrolling, I'm going to pick up a book and read it. And instead of feeling bad after mindlessly scrolling for 30 minutes, I can feel good about something that I just learned that I'm intentional wanting to learn about. So there is also like a correlation with like the outs that I'm outing and I'm bringing new things to fill in those things that just left me empty. So it's kind of intentional when I bring it out. I have like my list right here. And when I like see it like next to one another, I could see as those goes out, the new comes in. If you have not yet done this, I truly, truly encourage you to take your time to list your own outs and your own ins because maybe you don't want to do mine and that is totally fine. And this is just here to encourage you and share a little bit about my journey that I'm on. But I do want to encourage you to make your own list and like what are things that probably didn't serve you in 2023 that you don't want to bring into this new year. And then think about the things that you do want to be intentional on and write that out. And keep a list where you could see it daily so you're reminded, oh, yeah, I don't want to do those things. I want to bring this in um, because that is definitely going to be a help when you see that every day. My next one is focus on consistency. I, I think this is probably one of my biggest ones is that I lost a lot of consistency in different areas in 2023 when it comes to, you know, working out when it comes to the podcast when it comes to so many different things I just lost my consistency and it's almost this like black and white mindset where like oh well if I missed once then let me just miss the rest of the week or like oh I just missed once like does it matter it's like no that is not a healthy mindset first of all I think that there is gray area so it's like hey you missed one day cool don't miss tomorrow hey you missed one day doesn't mean a failure give yourself grace and then get back to it next week you know But that is something that I want to bring in is consistency. I want to be consistent with my daily habits, which will eventually lead to goals and desires that I have for the end of the year. I know I'm not just going to arrive there. No, I'm not just going to get there. But I do believe through consistency, I'm going to find the joy in the things that I love doing. And that is a huge one that I am proud to be on and to to share with you because I think that is one of the hardest things is just to be consistent with stuff it's so easy until it's not it's so easy until you miss like a week of Pilates and it's just been three months and you're like what is life and so just be consistent if you miss a day don't miss two and if you miss two just don't miss three and leave it at that Another in is pray throughout my day I want to be intentional and not just praying in the morning not just praying at night but just praying in the in-between, whether that's in the car and I'm on my way somewhere or I'm in the shower and I'm just like have a lot of my mind or whatever, wherever it is. Like I just want to invite God into those spaces um, where my mind can be a little cluttered and it doesn't have to be. When I'm walking and doing my sunset walks and it is so beautiful and I could just invite God into my heart and 
he's a relational God, so he's not going to force himself upon you. And it's not like he doesn't know your thoughts. Like, honey, he knows your thoughts before you know your thoughts. Okay. So it's him wanting for you to share what's on your heart and it being relational and not pulling it out of you, but you inviting him in because he always wants to be a part of your life. But are we allowing him to be part of my life? And I think that's an area where I'm like, man, like, you know, I'm great at rocking up to church and I'm great at doing this and I'm great at doing that. But like, what does my prayer life look like? And what does my moments with God look like when no one else is around? Like that is what really matters at the end of the day. And I'm like, man, I just think back to seasons of my life where I was so like that first love when you like first truly accept Jesus, your Lord and Savior, and like your life just completely changes and you see life totally different and you realize how loved and worthy and all the things. And I think back to like that season for me, that was freshman year of college. Yeah, I'll do a a podcast on that one day, but And I realized, I thought, I think like I prayed probably all the time and not in this like hyper religious way, but just in a way that was so genuinely and authentically in love with who God is. And I want to invite him into my life like that again. And so that is one thing that I want to do. Another end we're bringing into 2024 is to create healthy boundaries. Now, this is a big one because I realized that when I do not have healthy boundaries, that directly impacts my mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health. So I'm taking an inventory of what are things that deplete me and then what are things that rejuvenate me and bring me joy and energy and all those things, right? And so let's start off with things like what are we consuming when it comes to social media, TV, movies, music, shows, all the things. Are we consuming things that are negative? Are we consuming things that just don't add value to our lives? If so, limit that. Take it out. We don't need that, right? Because that can truly affect how you feel. It can get into your mind. It can affect your sleep, all the things, right? So that, and also like when you consume things that are just bringing you down or bring you anxiety or just, um, especially on social media, when you have everything at your fingertip, that's where comparing comes in. That's where overthinking comes in. That's when all this different stuff can come in. So when you take that out, when you unfollow those accounts, when you delete those shows off your Netflix, whatever it is, like when you take that out and you realize you start to replace it with something that does give you life that does give you joy that doesn't make you that does make you feel better you're gonna like be like wow why did I not do this earlier and you're gonna see how that just affects and impacts how you feel in other areas of your life same thing with relationships when it comes to family friends workspace you know we all have difficult people that we're gonna deal with in our lives and it's not about getting rid of difficult people but it's about how you respond to them and realizing that you don't always need to have an answer for someone or you don't need to uh, act the way that they act and you can be the bigger person and you can also limit your time around that person and you can also decide what you're going to share with someone and what you're not going to share you know like ask yourself who are the people that feel like human in sunshine form that you know that love you and trust you and have the best intentions spend time around them and the difficult people that you know, are in your life and are going to be in your life, but you can't necessarily control what they say, 
not necessarily, you can't control what they say, how they act, how they respond. So just A, accept that reality and B, set the right parameters and boundaries that you need to A, protect your peace, but then also to guard your heart. I think a lot of times, you know, people can avoid protecting their peace because they're like, oh, but what are they going to, this person going to think or how are they going to take it? But then in the meantime, they're like letting all this negativity and garbage into their heart. And it's like, well, what's the priority right now? It's like your heart, you need to guard that. And even the Bible is very clear on guarding your heart. So if it takes to guard your heart to just love someone at a distance or love someone, but with boundaries, like do that, like don't feel bad. Don't feel guilt. Don't feel shame. Like you are protecting yourself. And then also you're showing the other person like, hey, you're not going to accept that or, or allow that into your life. And, you know, at the end of the day, you teach people how to treat you. Like you show people by what you allow and what you will accept. And if you are accepting and allowing all that negativity and stuff from someone who is a negative person, then they're going to keep coming to you. But if you show them like, hey, we could talk, but like once it gets negative, like I'm just not, I'm going to switch the topic here. Or like, hey, we could talk, but once you start to gossip, like I'm out. Or like, it's, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's having that conversation. It's not being afraid to set that boundary. And you know what? The right person will respect like, hey, cool, totally. And the person that doesn't have boundaries and doesn't get it and might get offended by it, let them let them be offended. Let them, you know, think what they want to think. At the end of the day, you need to protect your heart because that is the wellspring of your life. Everything that you do flows out of your heart. So protect it because it is so, so important. My goodness, I get so passionate about that. All right, we're wrapping it up here. So the second to last one, I want to be intentional with my relationships this year. I want to not just be passive with it. I want to truly be more intentional when it comes to my time with them, being present with them, not letting things just pass me, but truly asking them, like, hey, how are you? You know, really, like, how are you really? Not, oh, hey, I'm fine. I'm good. No, no, like, how's your soul? Like, let's talk about it. Like, I'm not a surface level kind of gal. I want to go deep. So let's talk about it. I want to be intentional as I'm about to get married and like, as I have time with like my parents and my friends down here and just cherishing that time I don't want to look back and be like man I wish I was more present like I want to look back and be like man like I made those last few months down in South Florida like the best few months with the people I love the most and when I see them again it's gonna be great uh but yeah like looking back and just being present and being intentional and being a loving and giving person to them that's what I want to do in my relationships and my last in is to create a night routine to set me up for success in the morning. And I think night routines just don't get the same amount of love that morning routines do. You could see like a million videos on social media of like, get ready with me with my morning routine. And hey, I get it. I'm a morning routine gal. I love mornings. I thrive. But I realize when you're not intentional on your night routine and what you do and those habits that you implement before you go to bed truly do have a direct impact on how you wake up the next day. So for instance, if I am scrolling on social media and I scroll myself to sleep, I wake up feeling odd, tired, not real, not well rested uh, versus when I go to sleep and I read a book instead and I put my phone away 30 minutes to an hour before bed 
put my feet feet against the wall, get that circulation going, um, light a candle, relax, calm myself, let my mind rest. I think that is the key to let your mind rest. Because when you worry or you think about something so much before bed, I don't know about you, but like I'll worry and think about that same thing when I wake up. It's as if like I worry about it, I sleep and I wake up, I'm like that one thing, you know? And I don't like that. Like, I was like, no, Lord, I cast all my worries and cares onto you. And so when I am intentional on doing things like relaxing my mind, it's like I do wake up and I am relaxed and my mind is relaxed. So that is something that I do want to implement and be more intentional on because who doesn't want to wake up in a good mood? So that wraps up the epi for today. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week. And if you haven't done this, I encourage you, it's such a funny like thing to do, is to grab a paper and pen or even on your note on the notes tab on your phone and put a list of ins and put a list of outs and see what are your ins for 2024 and what are your outs for 2024. And it could even be a cool exercise if you like you involve like a friend or your partner, whoever, and talk about it and maybe have somebody hold you accountable. Hey, we love accountability here. All right, guys. Well, that is it. I love y'all. Have an amazing rest of your day, your week. Much love, Megs.